welcome back to episode two of Happy Hour Sports Talk. It's Justin again. Uh, I'm joined with Justin, and I have two other uh, special guests with me. I have one of my friends, Danny, and uh, my friend Pete. How are you doing, boys? I'm doing good. Can't wait to get this started. Doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing solid. I'm drinking some claws. Hey, Here we drinking go. up. Uh, yep. Getting ready for some fantasy football. So, uh, episode two is going to be a little uh, fantasy football preview. And we're going to do some sleepers, breakouts, and busts of QB, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Um, we got one week left till the season starts. And we got a lot of drafts coming up this week. So, uh, let's get it. This will help with your drafts. And uh, good luck. Looking forward to a solid fantasy season. Um. All right, let's just dive right into it. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Yeah, let's get it. Um, let's start off with quarterback, and we'll do a uh, sleeper QB. And I'm going to give it to uh, Justin uh, to lead us off. All right. Uh, uh, my sleeper QB is Jameis Winston. Uh, I feel like it's a pretty pass-heavy offense, and Bruce Arians is the new head coach, and he's a QB whisperer. So I feel like they're just going to be fucking passing all, all the time. Uh, and the backfield is also shaky, so they'll probably be passing more than they did before. So, yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. Solid. Jameis Winston, a little sleep late round flyer. Um, Danny, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I like Jameis Winston. Um, I think he'll have a good year, hopefully. Um, I'm a Jameis Winston fan. Uh, but I went with Dak Prescott. Um, mainly because um, I think I think he's gonna have a great year. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really a Prescott fan, but he's had six rushing touchdowns the past three years. Um, that's most by a quarterback in the three year span. I think uh, Cooper, Gallup, and Randall Cobb in the slot are gonna be you know good weapons for him. So uh, you know, who knows what's gonna happen with Zeke? They might be throwing it more. They got a good offensive line. Um, he's got a lot to prove because, you know, the problems with his contract. And um, they got a new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, which was his backup the past couple of years. So I think they should be able to work good together. That's too shabby. Yeah. That's they, they also have Michael Gallup, too. So, like, he's, like prone to, probably yeah, he's prone to do something good this year, I think. It kind of, yeah. like, really depends on Zeke, though, because... They're like a three-headed monster, that offense, and if one of them... I mean, yeah. but Danny did bring up I mean, a good point, saying that, you know, if Zeke is gone, then that means Dak will throw more, and I true. feel like that would help his odds in fantasy, you know what I mean? So, in a, in a weird way, I feel like Zeke being gone would help him out as getting more points in the fantasy season, you know? That's pretty good yeah, point. that, and um, I mean, they're kind of in a, in a soft division. I think it's probably like the worst division in the NFC. Definitely. Maybe. I agree with that 100%. Um, and... They're playing the AFC East, so besides the Patriots, they should be able to run over the other three teams. Well, yeah. That's fact. yeah, that's a good point. Tony Pollard should fit in pretty well with that line, too. So I don't, I don't think the running game will be that like much of a hit. And he's got Jason Witten coming back. That guy's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> he was too scared to stay in the booth. <laughs> the CTE got to him pretty quick, I guess. <laughs> Um, all right, Pete, let's, uh, let's hear your sleeper. For all right, season. so uh, my sleeper QB, kind of a surprising pick. 
Um, I would go with Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. You know, um, the re- the reason I go for that, the reason I go for that is just basically um, based on the fact that I feel like Eli is going to start off the season pretty poorly, and uh, the Giants fans, along with the Giants like upper echelon of staff, uh, would like to get Daniel Jones' development underway quick and try to do as much as I can this season to make him into their franchise quarterback. So I feel like he's basically my sleeper just based on um, his progression into becoming that franchise quarterback for the Giants. You think he do- you think he does it this year? I think he probably gets a start around like week four or five like Baker did last year. And I think that even when he doesn't do as well as he would like to, he has obviously Saquon to fall back on. So... You know, he sure. can kind of mask his inefficiencies in the passing game with, like, how good of a running back he is. But I think that he could put up decent points as a, you know, really late-round pick in the draft. So. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Hey, I he's been tearing it up in preseason, exactly. too. I was going to mention that he's done pretty decently in preseason. And, you know, you take that with a grain of salt, but I think that he yeah. can bring that into the regular season when he gets a chance. You know, he's hungry to fucking prove these guys wrong. So, yeah, he is. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Wow. Daniel Jones. Um, <clears throat> all right, my sleeper uh, is going to be Kirk Cousins of the Vikings. Um, he was coming off a uh, disappointing first season with them after signing that big contract. And the Vikings last year as a team, like, low-key kind of disappointed. They were 7-8-1, and one, and a lot of people had them, like, winning the division and going on a playoff run. But they had a disappointing season last year, the Vikings. And I think this year... Um, they're gonna turn it around. Like, could be the second year of that offense, second year of Kirk, getting used to those receivers and uh the backfield. Hopefully, we'll be a lot more healthy this year in Dalvin, so it'll have a more steady like balance. Um, and he's gonna have a lot to prove, and I think that he's gonna just flourish in this year, and he could has the potential to finish as a top ten back. I mean, a top ten QB and potentially a top five if he has has a breakout season. Yeah, I like that pick. Uh, every, he gets a lot of hate for no reason, in my opinion. But, yeah, I like it. And you, In drafts, you can definitely get him, like, 10th round plus. Yeah. With all these yeah, guys. He's, he's going late. Yeah. yeah, with all these guys, you can get, like, round 10, like, 10 and beyond. Um, and yeah, get- I mean, the thing is with quarterbacks, um, I mean, you look at the top five, they're usually separated, but usually quarterbacks, you know, six through like fifteen, are within like thirty to fifty points, which is only like you know five touchdowns difference. So, might as well wait and still get yeah. a decent quarterback. Yeah, taking a QB late, like QBs are like kind of irrelevant in fantasy. Like Facts. whether whether you take them like first <laughs> or like the 15th best the point range isn't that much different so i agree with that unless you're going for like an elite guy i somewhat disagree because like the levels of elite quarterbacks versus you know like the average guys it may not seem like a lot but then you get those games where those good guys produce you know those elite numbers like 24 plus points every week meanwhile the guys who you pick you know midway through the quarterback class in fantasy you know the average between like 20, like, they'll average between, like, you know, 12 and, like, 20, 
and you know may not seem like that much of the time, but it adds up. I feel like, and I, you know, I would always want to draft a an elite quarterback. When do you when do you like take? Yeah, I mean, it like I would never take the first quarterback out of my like me out of my draft mates, but as soon as the first one goes off the board, I may not pick it in like you know, for instance, like the fourth round or something like that. But you know, I would definitely pick it pretty quickly afterwards, if that makes sense. You yeah. Know? Yeah. When, when you take a QB early, you're missing out on a skill position, though, like that early. Like if you're taking Mahomes, you're losing out on a oh, third we'll round we'll where you can take a running back or a wide receiver. We'll but definitely get some I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's all strategy, so it kind of all depends on what you want going into the draft. Yeah. I see what you mean. But would you rather want a guy like, uh, I don't know, maybe like Russell Wilson or Matt Stafford, or would he want somebody like Mitch Trubisky or something like that? You Dude, know? you can get Ross like late. Well, that's the thing. Like, I kind of think it depends on the flow of the how like people are drafting and everything. So yeah, the flow determines a lot. I agree with that. But I do, I do see what you're saying. Right, sticking with uh with sleepers, let's go to our uh, sleeper running backs and uh, Justin. Let's see what you got. Uh, my sleeper running back is Darius Geis. Uh, he was drafted to be the guy last year, and then he unfortunately tore his ACL. So he's back healthy this year. He's looking good preseason so far, and he's going to be the bell cow of that team, I think, because Chris Thompson, he's only a pass catcher, really, and Adrian Peterson is getting old. So I think that he'll break out or be a sleeper. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Darius guys. Yeah. He has a little injury risk, but yeah, definitely can produce. He was brought in to be the guy in Washington. You know? Very true. I feel like he's, the volume that he gets is going to be very important to his success, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be interesting how they work his workload. Into. He, he, to start the season, he might like it might be more AP, but as the season goes on and he gets stronger and used to like the NFL, I think he'll be like the superior guy. That's a very good point. And also, you never know. He could end up catching a few passes as well because... Yeah, exactly. Um, um, all right. Darius Geis, not a bad pick, JJ. Uh, Daniel, who do you got for your sleeper running back? Um, so before I tell you guys my sleeper running back, I thought this one was like re- extremely hard for some reason. Um, there's a lot of like rookie running backs that have like shown... like super potential um miles sanders daryl henderson damien harris on the pats devin singletary um what's his name on chicago now montgomery yeah yeah montgomery's like coming out of nowhere but um i ended up going with i would consider this a real deep sleeper um darwin thompson out of kansas city Ooh, Um, that is a really deep sleeper very deep. Um, Dam- Damian Williams is supposed to get, you know, he's supposed to be the guy there, but I don't yeah. really believe in him. He spent four years in Miami, couldn't average four yards per carry in any any of the, those years. And he comes in late last year, and, you know, he did all right. But um, Carlos Hyde is there, but I don't think he's really going to be a factor. Carlos um, Hyde was projected to get cut from the 53 minute yeah, roster heading yeah, into the season. He's to get so cut. I think that yeah. he's irrelevant, you know? Damn, that's so I, sucks. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I see I see this if this kid like gets the chance, he might just run with it because like this Chiefs offense is like crazy and like they just make everyone good it seems. Um 
the only downside thing I see is he's five foot eight, but I don't see that as really a downside. I mean, there's other running backs that are small, as like Philip Lindsay's five eight, Camaro's five ten, Cohen's five six. So yeah, um, I agree with what you're saying. I think Thompson will like take over eventually but like you said the offense is so high powered that i could see williams still like doing pretty well yeah but they'll yeah. they might do two running backs a lot of teams uh modern day nfl do a, a timeshare in the backfield and it definitely won't be week one but like if you think about it all these rookie running backs i guarantee at least one of them will be like a top 10 fantasy running back next year um I definitely see that happening. Like, one of them's going to blow up. And yeah. oh. it happened with Kamara. Kamara came out of nowhere a couple of years ago, like, you know, halfway through the season. Um, happens every year, so. Facts. And uh, Saquon busting last year and being a fucking savage. Mm. Perennial number one pick this season. Yep. That's only a fact. That's um, only a fact. That's a fact, dude. Um, all right, Pete, uh, let's hear your sleeper back. Okay, so my sleeper running back is also kind of surprising, you know, and um, normally, like, this wouldn't have been a sleeper last year at all, but I go with LaShawn McCoy. Ooh. And the reason that I go with LaShawn McCoy is that he's, you know, I've like, in the mock drafts that I've done, he's going very, very late, and but he's still the starter for Buffalo. And so the volume alone is just worth it to take a late-round flyer on LaShawn McCoy of the Buffalo Bills, you know, and that's what I would, that's yeah. what I would choose. Uh, their offense is a lot better than last year, too. Uh, Josh Allen is stepping up a lot in that. They signed some wide receivers, so he's definitely, it's not, they're not just going to be focusing on McCoy the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a down year yeah. last year, but he, I think he's going to come back from that because he's too good to have a year as bad as last year's because that was remarkable on how bad that I hope he was. does. I mean, they brought in a rookie. I hope that just motivates him. They also have Frank Gore, who's fucking ancient, mm-hmm. but. Um, I hope McCoy actually wins that job and runs with that because I'm a McCoy fan. Yeah, I uh, I got him in, as my third flex in that twenty team draft. So if he if he gains that uh, starting role, that's a great place to that's pick him. Nice a starting dude. running back and fuck yeah, you know you can't flex. beat something even, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even a like a starter, you know, starter. Like, that is a He's going to get the volume, yeah, and that alone will. I think is worth it, you know? It is. Running backs is all about volume. Exactly. It's all about touches and carries and yeah. receptions. As long as, long as you have the opportunity, then that's what you want. Exactly. Um, all right. For my sleeper running backs, I actually picked two. Um, first one, I went Duke Johnson from Houston. Uh, he is going to be the starter now with Lamar Miller getting hurt with the ACL. And he's... Duke Johnson is taking like really really high. Um, I'm sure that's gonna change over the next couple days, but he could still be a sleeper. Like he's just uh, not like a a huge name really. In a way, he is a little bit. Um, I also went with Miles Sanders of Philly. I he's, like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Uh, he's the third round draft pick from Penn State. He was Saquon's backup, and he has been sharing first team snaps and. The Eagles are, are going to be a good team this year, and like a lot of players on that team are going to um, flourish fantasy-wise. They're going to have a high-powered offense, especially if Wentz can produce the level that he is expected to produce this season. Um, they're going to do like a running back by committee, and Miles Sanders could definitely benefit from that. 
as being a rookie, he's like a little shifty, and he can definitely be the pass catcher, and he can, he can complement Jordan Howard, who's probably going to be like their, um, so to say, like bell cow back, I guess, but not really in being in the committee, but he's going to get like a lot of uh, attempts. So I have Duke yeah. Johnson and Miles Sanders. Yeah, I'm, I fucking hate Jordan Howard. I think he's yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I hope. I hope Sanders, you know, comes away with that. They do have a couple others that are just, like, sitting there, like, uh, like Sproles. Sproles. Yeah, dude, he's been around and forever, though. A lot of them, yeah, they have, like, six running backs on the depth Small, chart, right. but they're, a lot, yeah. they're supposed to, like, a few of them are definitely going to get cut. Corey Clement, so, still, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it is, I guess, good seeing Sanders up at the top of the depth chart, you know, at this time of year, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's a like third round draft pick, so obviously they're gonna. Yeah, they're, they're gonna. gonna a lot of he, he's good for passing and catching, and Jordan Howard's more of just like a one dimensional player, just yeah. rushing. So. And like probably they could give Sanders some carries too, just to spell Howard when they need when he needs a breather. Yeah. So. Right. I feel like Jordan uh, Miles Sanders is worth a like fourth or like maybe like fifth or sixth round, depending on how far he falls. Um, all right, let's move on to a sleeper wide receiver. Now, wide receiver is usually a pretty deep position fantasy-wise, and this year it continues that trend. Um, let's hear your uh, sleeper wide out, JJ. Uh, so I have Sammy Watkins. I think Ooh. he has the potential to be like a top 20 fantasy wide receiver. Obviously a big if is if he can stay healthy, but with Mahomes as his quarterback... Um, obviously, like, he can, like, go, like, go off, and then, um, he did decent last season in the games that he started. He played nine games, and he had over 500 yards and three touchdowns, so, um, I definitely think he can build off of that in his second year with Mahomes. Definitely. That's not a bad pick. Yeah, I, like I mean, like, with Pat Mahomes as your quarterback and you're going to be the wide receiver, too, you know, lining up across side Tyreek Hill. I mean, you know, he's always going to be an option for a quarterback as good as Patrick Mahomes. So he's going to get he's going to get his catches, he's going to get his touchdowns, and he's going to get his big gains. Yeah, you know? he can I get agree with that, yards. JJ, a lot. I like that pick. But obviously, <clears> like, the big X factor is if he can stay healthy because every year he, there's always something. But as long as he can do that, he'll have a good season. Yeah. Definitely. Um, all right, Danny, let's hear what you got. Um, so I took two here. I took a sleeper and then I took a deep sleeper. Um, my sleeper is Dante Moncrief on the Steelers. Ooh. Um, that Matthew is a good Barry pick. on ESPN ranked him 39th, which, is, you know, I mean, I don't know. To me, that seemed low. But I guess Dante Moncrief, like, first of all, He's only 26. I feel like he's been around for, like, ever. He's, like, honestly, in my opinion, I, I feel like he's somewhat a well-known name. Yeah, and, he was um, nice yeah. in the Colts. Yeah, the fact Definitely. that he's basically the only other well-known receiver on Pittsburgh, aside from Juju, I mean, like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, he's he's solidified second wide receiver exactly. on that team. Yeah. Um, Ryan Switzer and James Washington are the other third and fourth wide receivers Switz- too. And also Switzer's like a special teams punt returner. He like barely catches yeah, passes. He's like so. irrelevant in the yeah. And James yeah. Washington has caught like he caught like two catches. Like, he caught two balls last year or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Like 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if Moncrief can stay healthy because he hasn't completed a full season yet, actually, in his career, um, I think he's going to flourish. Um, obviously, Antonio Brown's gone, and, and Jesse James, and those two combined last year had 207 targets, so Big Ben's got to throw the ball somewhere. Um, yeah. Uh, he played in Jacksonville last year, too, so obviously he was, like, destined to do shitty as fuck. And then when he was in... When he was in Indianapolis, like he was like pretty like good. Yeah, so. even even last year in Jacksonville, I think he played like ten games with fucking Blake Bortles as his quarter as his quarterback. He still had almost seven hundred yards and almost fifty receptions, which you know that's not great. But for ten games and Blake Bortles as your quarterback, it's respectable, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right, Dante Moncrief. Uh, who else do you have as your deep sleeper, Danny? My deep sleeper um, is the guy behind Sammy Watkins. His name's Nicole Hardman. I've heard a lot about Nicole Hardman coming out of the draft. He's a rookie, right? Yeah, rookie, yeah, exactly. second round pick, four point three three four yard dash. Um, He's got the athleticism. And, yeah, I mean, so I actually saw him. He like bought his mom a house, and I was like, fell Good in love guy. With this guy. Yeah, what a great guy. You know. Um, you know, he's going to get looks. Again, that offense is just nasty. They spread the ball around. Mahomes had 50 touchdowns and yeah, I mean, last yeah, year. So I think he's got potential to do well. Um, deep sleeper. Wow, that's yeah. fucking crazy. I kind of like that pick, too. I like, I like uh, Dante Moncrief the best. That's definitely <laughs> yeah. my favorite yeah, sleeper a... pick so far, aside from mine. But... All right, Pete, let's hear All right, let's so... Mine, I also went with a very, very deep sleeper. Um, I went with Trey Quinn, a wide receiver for the Washington Redskins, Ooh. who was a rookie last year. And he had a ACL injury, and he only played in two games. But he went for nine catches in those two games for 85 yards and a touchdown. And he'll likely be the slot receiver for the Skins this year. And his college stats are nothing short of remarkable. You know, he had 13 touchdowns in 12 games in his final year in college. And he played for LSU for his first two years, and he transferred to uh, SMU in Nevada. And that's where he put up those huge numbers in college. I mean, that's like a weak conference, but um, Cole Beasley came out of that same exact school, and he's proven to be a tough slot wide receiver. And I feel like he fall, he's going to fall in those footsteps at the very least. He's more athletic than Cole Beasley. He's bigger than Cole Beasley. And I think he has the chance to come out of nowhere and be a solid wide receiver this year. The only thing that scares me with that is the quarterback situation. The quarterback like situation Jason. is iffy. I agree with that. Big question mark. But you know. once uh, Dwayne Haskins comes in, that'll probably be a, a nice pick. Exactly. When, when do they put Haskins in? That's the question. I think he ends up starting week know. two, if not one. We, you know? nah, dude. Case really? Keenum Case starting Keenum week is, one. Case Keenum sucks. Yeah, Case Keenum, Case Keenum sucks. He, he was announced the starter for week one. Yeah. But I, I think... Uh, I think Haskins will be in by like eight or nine. If they go through the really? season, I think Case Keenum, man, that. like, that's gonna be that's gonna be so disappointing as a Skins fan. Like Case Keenum has reached his ceiling. You know, I'm always a fan of letting these uh, these young rookie quarterbacks coming in and seeing what they can do in the season. And I feel like that has to happen with the Skins this year. But once again, like that's just what I think. So who knows what happens? But it has to happen. As a skin skin, yeah. you know, that you got to go yeah. with the young kid. You can't have Facts. Case Keenum, you know. Leading. He's not going to do anything. He got the vice, the NFC shit. 
He got the yeah, whole NFC ship through an absolutely back. crazy play. So, and the defense, and the defense, exactly. When does Alex Smith come back? Yeah, dude, he's missing this whole season. Yeah, he's probably. not his coming leg back. Is oh, that was the whole no, yeah, dude, he, has, he almost had to get fucked. his leg amputated last yeah, year. Yeah, I would like. I don't know for a fact, but I'm assuming that he he's missed out. This whole season. He's he's out. I don't think season. he's gonna play again. No, his, yeah, his career is most yeah. likely over. His career is probably done. And they also have a uh, Colt. Colt McCoy. Yeah, then Colt McCoy. But he broke his leg on like Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, but right? he's like yeah. he's uh apparently he's healthy now. I think I'd have to he's double still check. Be on the skins. But, but I mean, yeah, Case Keenum and potentially Colt McCoy or it could be in the way of James. Uh, can be in the way of Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. But I mean, they drafted him pretty high. So. I mean, Trey Quinn is just a really athletic kid, you yeah. know. And it's just he, he's, yeah. you're, if you're a quarterback, you're gonna throw to him just based on his presence on the field. And he's their second receiver. Yeah, I mean, who else do they have a wide receiver? A bunch of nobodies, basically. They yeah, I can't Crowder. even name one. Uh, Jameson Crowder. Is, no, no, he's on the Jets. Yeah, yeah, he's not on there anymore. Yeah. Oh wow! Damn. All right, Trey, Trey Quinn on the skins, late round. Uh, my sleeper is Dante Pettis on the 49ers. Last season he He's had solid. last season he had 27 receptions, 467 yards, five touchdowns on 44 targets. And I feel like I don't think he played a lot of games last season. He missed some time, but he's still gonna um he's gonna benefit with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back. Like he's P- pretty much the number one receiver on the 49ers. He has, like, Marquise Goodwin to uh, compete with. Um, and Garoppolo coming back definitely gets his stock up, and I feel like he can establish himself as uh, Jimmy G's favorite target from the receiver position other than George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, all right. Let's move on from ride receiver, and we're going to go to tight end sleeper. All right. I love my Am tight ends, first? you know? Uh, yeah, JJ, you'll go first. All right. Uh, the tight end I chose is Mark Andrews on Baltimore. Ooh. Um, he's going into very his second deep. year. What? Pete said very what deep. What did you say? Yeah, no, I said very deep. Pucks in deep. Man. Oh, oh, facts. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going pretty late in drafts. Like, you could snag him in the last round if you wanted. But yeah. uh, he, drafted to be, he was drafted to be one of the main guys in the offense. And when Lamar Jackson took over last year, he started to kind of, like, do better than he was doing with Flacco. Um, and I feel like whenever quarterbacks suck at passing, like, the tight end is, like, their best friend. So... Uh, I feel like he'll have a break it or a sleep. He'll be a deep sleeper, but I feel like he'll break it somewhat. And like at tight end, if you really don't get like a top three tight end, it's you're kind yeah, of like, they fucking suck. Yeah, dude, it is. I mean, season, like that's like, arguably like, kind of another irrelevant position in fantasy unless you get like the top. It's three. been like that for like a few years my, now. I feel like yeah, too. yeah, it's. However, my tight end got me three or less points in ten weeks out of uh, thirteen last year in fantasy. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so like, that that sucked. But you really only they need, are mostly irrelevant. In my yeah, opinion. you really yeah. only need Kittle, Kelsey, and Ertz. If you don't get yeah. them, like just don't take one till later on. Honestly. Mm. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's like another tier in there with like Ingram and uh, Howard Cook. Yeah, Howard. Cook. And, you gotta go with uh, Cook on the scene. I'm, I'm, Hunter Henry. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, a lot of hype around Hunter Henry, yeah. but, like, he's had After hype. After that, it's just, like, Jordan Reed and, like, all 
like Greg Olson and Dude, shit. Dude, Jordan Reed is healthy. He is a tight end one. Like he's a yeah, fucking savage. He, he already has a concussion. Exactly. Oh he's my yeah, god. He does have a concussion. He can't stay healthy. Dude. He got absolutely drilled yeah. with the dirtiest hit I've seen in my life. You know that. Was, <laughs> yeah, that was kind that of was cruel. To, that was cruel to watch. All right, JJ, who's your tight end sleeper again? Mark Andrews. Mark I like Andrews that pick on the Ravens. Um, all right, Danny, let's hear what you got. Um, my sleeper, not so sure if it's really a sleeper, but it's OJ Howard on the Bucks. Okay, uh, I almost went with him. Not gonna lie. He's um, I mean, yeah, tight ends are like a tough position, like we were saying. Um, he played eight games last year and had five hundred sixty-five yards and five touchdowns. He's fucking a monster. He's six six. I think uh, James Winston could definitely use his, use him as a red zone target and more. I think. They got Cameron Bray, so he might slow him down. But, um, you know, if he can play the whole season, he could end up with some decent stats. Not bad. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah they're going to be passing a lot, so yeah, they'll probably be one of the top targets. They have, uh, the Bucks have, like, the, the most favorable schedule for, like, uh, passing. Like, like, for, like, yeah, passing and, like, fantasy-wise. Yeah. They have a very uh, favorable schedule in that department. <clears throat> Um, all right, Pete, what do you got? All right, so what I got is TJ Hawkinson. Ooh. And, yeah, I go with TJ Hawkinson because, you know, he brought comparisons to himself uh, with Gronk coming out of college. And he averaged 15 yards per catch in college, which shows that he can be a deep threat tight end, you know? And with Matthew Stafford throwing him the ball, that can just pay dividends for uh, anybody who drafts him, uh, drafts him. So What pick was he coming out? Uh, he... Coming out of college? Yeah. Oh, he was the eighth pick. He was the eighth overall pick in the draft. So I think he's primed to produce as soon as he gets on the field. Yeah, definitely. So that's who I go with. I like that. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me with that is like fucking Matt Stafford and tight ends don't seem to mix well. I mean, I do agree with that, but I feel like the coaching scheme would want to employ TJ Hawkinson in the offense because they did draft him with the eighth overall pick. So they're not just going to let that guy like flounder and not get passes. I mean, so, exactly. he's, yeah. he's also huge. He's like 6'5", yeah, 250, so, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a new regime in there from uh, when Ebron was there. They didn't yeah. use him right. So, yeah. And Iowa produces good tight ends, as you saw with Kittle. So. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Um, TJ Hawkinson, not bad. I kind of like that. They, I think they had another be tight end from Iowa drafted in the first round, too, on Denver. No offense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, One of them is bound to be nasty. Yeah. Well, Noah Fan is, has a different skill set than Hawkinson. True. Fan is more, uh, yeah. he's faster, and he's more agile, and is, um, he's he's worse at blocking. So, you know, I feel like he's more of um, a pass-catching tight end than um, TJ Hawkinson. He can just do it all, you know. That's what I, that's, you know, he's just going to be a great tight end in the NFL, I think. Not bad. Um, all right. <clears throat> my uh, sleeper tight end is going to be Darren Waller from the Raiders. Um, with Jared Cook leaving, he uh, steps into a starter role. He's been um, suspended the past couple years for like substance abuse stuff, but um, he's now the starter on the Raiders, and that offense has kind of some question marks, kind of has some up- upside this season with the new running back coming in with uh, Derek Carr entering his second year of Gruden. And at obviously adding uh, Antonio Brown, 
as a receiver. He's like the offense should be better passing wise, and a lot of focus is gonna be on Brown. Like teams are gonna double cover him, gonna triple cover him, um, and like Carr's still a capable QB, and he kind of has like a prove it year. So. Um, with a lot of focus being on Brown, I feel like Carr's going to have to check down a lot to Waller, and I feel like he'll be able to deliver. Um, so, yeah, my tight end sleeper is going to be Darren Waller from the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, is he a rookie? Um, he's been suspended the past couple seasons for, like, substance abuse. Oh, shit. But he's, like, so, brand Has he ever played a game? Uh, I don't think so, no. Yeah, so he's basically a rookie. Basically a rookie. I, I like that pick. And, like, he's going to be the starter with Cook leaving to the Saints. So, like, he's kind of, yeah. like... Yeah, he's going to be the guy. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of opportunity. And, like, Gruden, um, Gruden's going to try to see what he's got with him because if he doesn't like him, he might have to, like, uh, make arrangements elsewhere at the tight end position. <laughs> um, all right, so that wraps up our sleepers. Uh, let's hope some of these sleepers are potential league winners yeah um seems like yeah dude it seems like there's always like random guys that come out late from like come out of the woodwork and help you like win your fucking league yeah um all right we're gonna move on to our breakouts um like breakouts is like someone who has like kind of proven that they can be reliable fantasy wise and then this season um they're going to have a solid year um, all right, let's start off uh, breakouts at uh, quarterbacks. Uh, Justin, if you want to go first again, feel free. All right, uh, I got some nasty breakouts, so just be prepared for that. Right. I can't wait to hear. Uh, hear. Are these who you're trying to draft? Let's go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone needs to draft these players. You're giving so me a draft strategy. I can't wait. <laughs> let's go. I'm, I'm scared. Uh, I know. I'm writing them down right now. Yep. <laughs> My breakout QB is Sam Darnold. Ooh, Ooh all right. Sammy, wow. first, <laughs> first pass in his career uh, was a pick six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he's going into his second year. He got one year under his belt, so that will work in his favor. He, the, the weapons that were also added were Le'Veon Bell, so that takes a, a little bit off of him in the backfield. He doesn't need to always pass or like be worried about the run game. And they also added uh, Jameson Crowder as a wide receiver. Um, he's obviously not like the best addition, but he's definitely a, an addition from what they had last year. Um, and he also had the highest uh, quarterback rating in the last four weeks of the regular season last wow. year. So um, he's probably going to build off of that. He started to show signs of it in those four weeks. So, yep, I'm going Darnold. Not a bad pick. I feel like. No one's really been talking about him. Like I remember last season at this this point of the year, a lot of people were just talking about him all the time, but I haven't really heard much of him. Yeah, he's gonna be a stud. Draft him as a backup. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very viable option. Um, all right, Danny, let's see what you got. I got another sophomore quarterback. Ooh. Um not sure if you guys have heard of him. His name is Baker Mayfield. Oh, I think I might have heard of that guy once or twice. <laughs> Listen, this guy is going to fucking explode. You're so right. Um, last year, um, he came in third or fourth week. Uh, I know that Tyrod Taylor started the first three or four games. 
Um, so 13 games as a starter, he had 3,725 yards, 27 TDs, 14 interceptions is kind of high, but I do see that going down. Um, absolute lock for over 4,000 yards and over 30 TDs this year. Damn. This offense, Holy shit. this offense is just crazy with Odell Landry, Hunt, and Joku Chubb. Um, I know it kind of seems like he could definitely be a bust, but I don't see it going that way. He's confident as hell, which is actually a good thing. Um, they don't got a super hard schedule, but they don't got a super easy one. So it'll definitely be challenging, but with the playmakers around him, I can see him breaking out in a big way. Wow. Yeah, hopefully, right, he can, yeah. hopefully he can handle the pressure <clears throat> of... Uh, like their expectations. I, feel I like, think he'll do that easily. Yeah, you know, he played like, at a huge school, and he handled pressure there, and he'll handle it in the NFL. Yeah, if there's any QB to handle pressure, I feel it's like Baker it's Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. It's Baker yeah, Mayfield. He, yeah, he clearly loves the, the fucking the limelight. I mean, yeah, he does. Yeah. He loves being a stud in the NFL is what he will be. Yeah, and that's what he envisions himself. He has the right mentality. Yeah. He has kind of like the, the Brady mentality, like, I need to be on the fucking football field and just win every week at whatever it takes. Yeah. And Baker kind of has that. You can see it. Yeah, he's got the passion and everything, so. Yeah. Wow. Baker Mayfield. Where do you think he's going to be uh, drafted? Or where would you take him if you were going to plan for him? Um. Well, I guess that depends on the flow of the, the draft. But I guess in quarterback terms, I would take him around, like, sixth quarterback maybe. Yeah, yeah, I kind of see that. that. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a, I, that's where I see him being drafted as Especially well. Especially if you got Odell or Landry, nice little hookup. Yeah, then that definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, all right, Pete, who do you got for your breakout? Uh, I agree with Danny right here. I go with Baker Mayfield as well. Um, Let's bro- go. Yeah, exactly. He broke the rookie touchdown record as a quarterback. Um, did he really? Yeah, he did. And he's got better weapons. With him this season, you know he's going to be throwing to OJ uh, to um, Odell Beckham Jr. He's got Jarvis Landry, Dave and Joku, um, and he's he like like Justin said, he thrives in the limelight. Um, he's going to do whatever it takes to deliver at this high level, and he's just got the makeup of a winner. And I feel that would take him a long, long way in the NFL, and that's why I think he's going to go. Um, he's going to break out this year. Not bad. Absolutely. Um. Alright, so for my breakout QB, I actually picked Winston, and uh, I know you guys picked him as a sleeper, um, but kind of we touched on this before, he has like a favorable schedule, new offense with Arians, um, he should uh, should produce, and like they have a good strength of schedule for passing, like we mentioned earlier, so I mean I kind of viewed him as, um, as a, a breakout this season, um, I feel like this is kind of like his make or break year maybe in a way, with Arians coming in, and kind of having a good uh, good core around him. So, yeah, we kind of already touched on Winston. Um, yeah, I like that pick. He's going late in drafts, too, so you could take him as a backup. Oh, you could take him yeah. as, like, if you if you draft QBs very, very late, which is something that I personally love to do. Um, you could get him as your, like, I don't know if I'd maybe draft him as my starter, but I could. If you're in, like, a lot of, if you're in, like, a 14 or plus team league. Yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah. you're in, like, a like a 12-teamer potentially, if you want to stock up on other positions, you can definitely get them. Like, if we had the, if the CBS League was 14 teams this year, 
fucking Winston would be a snag, like twelfth yeah. round, dude. Especially how that scoring is. Yeah. Points. I mean, it's how. Yeah, how... I hope he puts it together. I mean, yeah, he needs to knock down those interceptions. If he can do that, it'll be a stud. Yeah. Just the receiving yardage. yard. I mean, the passing yards and the touchdowns are there. It's just facts. Like it's, controlling the ball. It's all laid out for him this season. So let's uh, let's see if he can can put it all together. Um, yeah. All right, Phil. So let's move on to our running backs, uh, breakout running backs. Um, JJ, what you got? Uh, I got my boy Aaron Jones from Ooh, the Green Bay Packers. I, I love that pick. Um, last year they were last in rushing attempts. So, and this year with their new head coach, he likes to run the ball more. So, on top of a decent season last year. If he gets more uh, attempts, obviously that would help him. So, yeah. Aaron Jones, not a bad choice. And that offense is definitely going to be better this year. So they're going to be more balanced with the veteran QB and Rodgers. And a lot of focus is going to be on the passing game. So he's going to see, definitely can see some small boxes um, lined up against them. And he can definitely, he's proven it last season. And even I think the... Either the coach or the OC said this year, like, Aaron's, like, our guy. We want to get him uh, rolling. So, I yeah. like Aaron Jones as an RB2 this year. Yeah. It's not a bad spot to if go. I have, if I have Aaron Jones in the RB2, I'm happy. Yeah, you I'm know? pumped. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Probably, like, third or fourth round. Mm. You could definitely see yeah. him fall in there. Definitely. And that would be a prime snag in, the, uh, in that yeah. round. I remember um, last year they were like holding him back for a while, which was pissing me yeah, off because I had him on multiple teams. But yeah, yeah, he ended up doing good as expected. They just, I don't know. Yeah. All right, Danny, who you got for a uh, breakout running back? My breakout running back is Carry On Johnson. Ooh, on the all right, all right, yeah. Carry On. Yeah. This guy was nasty and the 10 games he played before he had uh, knee surgery. Um, he averaged the most yards by any running back with at least 60 carries besides Aaron Jones. Wow. Who, yeah, I mean, they're both at 5.4 in that range. Um, but yeah, Johnson, in, in 10 games, he had 641 yards rushing plus 213 receiving. Um, LeGarrette Blunt's gone. Theo Riddick is gone. They did have uh, C.J. Anderson come in, but I know that Carrion Johnson is their guy, so hopefully they can, you know, lean on him and he stays healthy. I think we'll have a great year. Not bad. Yeah, I like that pick. I actually, wait, you can go ahead. I'll go after. Um, I was just going to say fun fact because I, I found this out recently that he was drafted – Second round, 43rd overall in 2018. The 49ers actually had that pick originally. They traded that pick to the Patriots for Jimmy Garoppolo. And then the the Patriots ended up trading that pick to the Lions for two other picks. Yeah. It is weird how it worked out. Wow, and they got carry on Johnson. Yeah, that's true. I remember on the sports hub, they were definitely saying that shit. Wow, that's fucking nuts. I picked him up off of waivers last year and traded. Used him as a trade piece for Camara. So yeah, CC jumped all over that. Yeah, I traded like him and Ingram for Camara. Not too shabby. That was a good trade. There we go. Um, all right, Pete, what do you got for a uh, breakout running back? 
Uh, so my breakout running back, I'm going to go with Marlon Mack of the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, solid pick. And I'm going to go with Marlon Mack because he had twelve. Uh, he had 10 touchdowns in 12 games last year. And he's going to get more touches because Luck retired, and it's definitely going to be a more run-orientated offense. And I think that that would absolutely put Marlon Mack into the breakout category because of more touches, more touchdowns. He's going to go off this year, and that's my easy pick for a breakout running back. Underrated, too. You know, Nobody really thinks of Marlon Mack when you think of good to um, great running backs in this league, you know? So, yeah. Marlon yeah, Mack. Yeah, he's definitely a downfield runner. I remember last year he had a few weeks. Like, he went on, like, a little stretch, and he was just going off. I think he'll have a good good year if he stays healthy, too. Yeah, I like Marlon uh, Mack. I'm gonna have to disagree on this Ooh. one, but we'll see once we once we get on later on into the bus. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting, JJ. Wow, interesting. Um, all right, my uh my breakout running back. You guys probably expected me to say this. It's gonna be, but uh, I definitely gotta say my boy Dalvin Cook. Unbelievable on the Vikings, dude. That's I'm unbelievable. Very high on Dalvin this year. I fucking love this running this back, dude. He's a fucking beast. Um, he's gonna be his third season. And his first season was cut short by injury after like four games. Overrated. Towards ACL. Last season, <clears throat> he came back, played two games, and then he missed a solid chunk of the season. But um, when he came back and from week 12 on, he had 360 rushing yards, two touchdowns on 78 attempts. Um, he also had 24 receptions, 180 yards, and two touchdowns. So, I mean... Those aren't like super, super spectacular numbers, but he still put up points in fantasy. And I think this season the Vikings are going to be much better because last year they were mediocre, um, finishing below 500. A lot of hype around them. Like I pointed out earlier with Kirk, <clears throat> um, I think the Vikings are going to have a strong season this year and they're going to put up offensive numbers. And Dalvin is definitely going to uh, benefit of that and he's going to contribute. He catches the ball out of the backfield, and he can also hope, like, if he stays healthy this year, if everything goes well, which it look, it looks very promising in preseason, um, he can definitely get, like, 20 carries a game and uh, be the bell cow back for the Vikings. And Dalvin, I love Dalvin Cook, dude. I'm a huge Dalvin you Cook You do fan. like Dalvin Cook a lot, and I think yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. Wow. I don't I agree with that. can't wait, can't I, wait I like, to take him. I like Dalvin a lot. Dalvin's going to be a one, fucking one stud. <sighs> Ready to pounce. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not super hyped about him. I think he's a little bit overrated, but I don't think he's terrible. Um, I think he's just mediocre, but yeah, we'll see. Definitely. He is mediocre like, is the first word I'd use to describe Dalvin Cook. In my eyes, I see him as a, a low-end yeah. RB1, high-end RB2. He's still got a lot to prove because he's been yeah. injured a lot the last yes. couple years. He's yeah, injury, injury but, um, is very if he's, is if Imagine he goes down again this season with an injury. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you going to do then? Like, yeah, true. I mean, you get his backup, Madison. I mean, you got, uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, him. like, for you his know, career, he gets injured again. Like, what? Facts. That's a very good How point. can you trust yeah. him again next year and the year after that? That's like, you never know what happens. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I mean, as long as he stays healthy, it's kind of like the, like, Sammy Watkins type thing. Like, he'll, he'll do really well if he can stay healthy. Yeah, the opportunity is definitely there for him. And hopefully he takes advantage of that this season. Breakout wide receivers is uh, next up on the docket. Um, JJ, who you got for a breakout wide? 
Uh, I have Christian Kirk. Um, he right. had a pretty productive first season. He started seven games, played 12 games, had 43 receptions on 68 targets. Uh, yeah, he ended up with 590 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Um, he also has prior experience with Kyler Murray at Texas A&M, so the chemistry is already there. And with an aging Larry Fitz, he could emerge as the number one target there. I like that a lot. Christian yeah. Kirk. Not bad, Sneaky. not bad. Sneaky wide this season. Not bad. Yeah. Um, Danny. Um, my breakout wide will 100% be a breakout wide if he stays healthy. Uh, will Fuller on the Texans. Ooh, uh, that's funny, Danny. This guy, <laughs> that's funny. This guy is an absolute monster. I don't know. Um, he is a monster. In seven games last year, 500 yards and four TDs, and then in 10 games in 2017, 423 yards and seven TDs. He's only 25, so he's got, like, big playability. He does have big uh, playability. <laughs> if there's a guy who's big playability, it's I mean, Will Fuller the fifth. <laughs> the fifth. This dude tore his ACL on a fucking 73-yard touchdown last season. And finished the play. Yeah, he did. I cried myself to sleep that night. But, I had him on my um, team. I went from being happy to being really sad. I had him in a league, too. Um, I actually have a couple quick other possible breakouts. Yeah, Mark Valdez Gantling, I think, is going to have Marquez a good year. Valdez. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I see him doing better than Geronimo Allison, but we'll see how that goes. Geronimo! Also, I like Anthony Miller out of Chicago as yeah. a sophomore. I think he's going to be more consistent and have a decent year. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Going back to Will Fuller for a second, even though, like, there's kind of a lot of mouths to feed there, uh, Deshaun Watson is a fucking savage. Yeah, he's a savage. I see him, like, still balling out. He's, like, a top three fantasy QB this season. Especially, Especially with, like, the running back situation right now with Lamar Miller going down, like, they're gonna be passing a lot more. Yeah. So I don't even I don't even think that really affects Watson. I think either way he's gonna have a great year. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I feel like Watson Watson could definitely return to his rookie year uh form potentially. Yeah. This season. Even last year he's solid. Even la- yeah, I mean he was coming off the injury, he kinda had to like ease his way back in, but yeah, definitely. Texans could be a, a sleeper team this season. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody on their offense really is a good fantasy target. Um, Pete, who do you have for your Well, once again, I agree with Danny. Um, I have Will Fuller the fifth. And, you know, basically (laughs) for the same... That's his name, you know? The fifth. And for the same reasons, you know, he suffered injuries, but he's a beast. He's athletic. He knows how to catch the ball. He has that big playability. And um, when he was healthy, he posted low-tier wide receiver one numbers. And a healthy season would be absolutely terrific if you drafted him in, like, the fifth round or something like that. Yeah, as a Um, receiver, too, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And as long as he stays healthy, that's the big thing. But he is a beast, and I predict him to have a great season this year. And also, um, I would disagree with the fact that there are a lot of mouths to feed in the Texans' offense. because. But they got fucking Cootie and yeah, the Kiki best Cootie only became relevant after Will Fuller went down, and he wasn't that great. Like he really yeah, was. Cootie also went down, not 
I forget if it was before or after. Oh, but... Demarius Thomas was there last year. Oh, he was all yeah. Demarius was there for a hot. He's gone now. Yeah, he was there for I a mean, hot sec last year. He yeah. was, but I'm just saying, like Kiki Cootie, really, like even like if you look at his stats after Will Fuller went down, like he did good for like two games, and they were like very, very average after that. Like, yeah, I mean, um, Fuller's average draft position for wide receivers is around like 30th wide. Okay, which is, I mean, that's good. That's good. That is, I think, kind of high up. That's, that's, well, that's like, higher than I expected, honestly. But well, I think he's still snag him a little later than that he's there um i guess i, I i'm sure like a lot of people are scared of to draft him because of the injury risk yeah but, he could yeah. fall because of that and yeah, yeah you're taking yeah, a gamble time, exactly you're taking a gamble on that <clears throat> um i my breakout wide receivers actually have two. First one I'm going to say dj Moore on the panthers he's the number one wide receiver in an offense that I am ex- pers- I am expecting them to flourish this season. I feel like Cam could come back and have a nice year. <clears throat> um, DJ Moore is going to be number one wide. He had 55 receptions, 788 yards, two touchdowns off of um, 82 targets last season. So like I said, with Cam's healthy, um, he'll have a good upside uh, this season for Moore. And he's the receiver one, and you can get him. Um, kind of like late for receiver, so not a bad snag there. Um, I also want to pick Calvin Ridley on the Falcons. Um, he's had um a good rookie season last year. He's the number two behind Julio in a uh, potent offense. Last season, he had sixty four receptions, eight hundred twenty one yards, ten touchdowns on ninety three targets, and we all remember him from his uh. 40-point game week three against the Saints in a dome. Um, and uh, Falcons have a lot of dome games this season, so only good for their passing offense. And he's going to get a lot of volume. They pass the ball a lot. And Julio Jones is number one, so he gets a lot of attention, leaving uh, Ridley open. Yeah. So yeah, that's my not two bad. breakouts, Moore and Ridley. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You can go ahead. I'll go after um, I was just going to say Ridley, like, quietly had a good season yeah, last dude, year. Yeah, 10 I think. touchdowns. I did yeah. not expect that number. It, it's <laughs> definitely going to be some regression there, though. I agree with that. Yeah, I think he just needs to be more consistent, he'll, and he'll have a good year. And then one last thing on DJ Moore. I think he'll have a great year. I also think Curtis Samuel, um, the other wide receiver there, could have a good year. Um and those kind of depend if Cam Newton can stay healthy, but yes, yeah, yeah Falcons rely on Cam. Yeah, uh, also going back to DJ Moore, Cam Newton got his shoulder fixed, so now we'll be able to throw it better now. So I, I like yeah. the DJ Moore pick. Yeah, the and Panthers you know, um, are contingent Evan on Cam Newton. Is gone. Where wait, where did Funchess go? The Colts. Wow, that's a not a sneaky pick. It's not a bad pick. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, breakout tight ends. All right, uh, for my tight end, I chose Vance McDonald. All right. Uh, I like that. As I said on the first podcast, uh, there's going to be more targets available with A.B. and Jesse James gone. Yes. And obviously, without Jesse James there, he's like the clear number one tight end. And uh, Big Ben is usually tight end, is a tight end-friendly quarterback, like, 
you look at Heath Miller in the past, obviously not over the last few seasons, but he's shown signs of going to the tight end. And obviously, like I said, AB isn't there. Yeah, I think he can have a pretty good year. Vance McConnell is a great pick, you know. He could easily break out. I like Vance. Yeah, yeah, that's educated. All right, Danny, what do you got? Um, Yeah, tight ends are hard again, mm. but there's always going to be a couple that come out of nowhere. I went with Hunter Henry, which is probably Ooh. the more expected breakout. It's um, about time, you know. I think... Yeah, I mean, last year he didn't play, obviously. I think he played the one playoff game they were in. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with no Gates, Tyrell Williams is gone, too. Um, he could. I feel like his role is going to increase, and he's definitely back from that injury because he played in January. But um, I think Rivers is going to love him. I know the two years before he was injured, he had eight TDs as a rookie, and then the year after that, as a sophomore, he had over 500 yards and four TDs, and those were years with Gates. So he's a clear-cut tight end. There's no other like competition or anything. So I can see him having a good year. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. Yeah, yeah Chargers are a good team. They too. are a good they pass team. The ball a lot. It's about time that Hunter Henry legit gets involved in this offense. You know? Yeah, dude. He's going to – yeah, but I think he's going to show um what he's capable of this year easily. Um, yeah. Who do you see as a breakout tight end? Um, so who I have as a breakout tight end is actually Jack Doyle. Ooh. Um, the Ooh, reason- I love that. Yeah, I love that. So the reason why I have uh, Jack Doyle is because he caught 80 passes with Brissett as his QB back in 2017 when Luck was out with that injury. So I feel like that connection is just going to come back like nothing ever happened. And he just has that potential to just break out this year with a quarterback that he's developed a repertoire with. And that's my pick. Jack Doyle is going to go off this year. Wow. 100%. Yeah, I love that pick. Especially I, he has... I'm like considering drafting him as like a, a backup tight end in fantasy. Yeah. Like I'm looking at him a lot. I'd have him as my starter. No no questions asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a good st- starter like, too. Yeah. Not a bad pick as your starting tight end. No way. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. For breakout tight ends, uh, I got two at this spot again. Um, first, I had Vance. I agree. Um, Vance McDonald going to have a good season. And also, uh, Evan Ingram of the Giants. Um, Noah Odell. <clears throat> and if he can stay healthy, he's poised for a good season. He should see a, uh, a lion's share of those targets. And Evan Ingram's kind of been a solid tight end, but he's had uh, injury concerns. So... Eli's going to look to him as a safety blanket, and if Daniel Jones ever comes in, he might um, look for him too because he's a pretty big target. So I'm going with Evan Ingram and Vance McDonald. Yeah, I like uh, Ingram. I said on the first podcast, I think he's going to lead the team in targets. Those wide receivers are fucking god-awful. Yeah, so. dude. And he's a big, he's a, a big fucking guy to throw the ball to. <laughs> yeah, he is. And, like, a lot of focus on Saquon, so Vance McDonald could get some one-on-ones with uh, with backers and flourish in that spot. <clears throat> um, all right, so I'll finish on breakouts. Now uh, moving on to busts. All right. And um, let's start off with a bust, bust for a uh, bust QB. All right, my bust QB. I don't know if you guys will find this surprising or not. 
I think you guys might agree to a certain extent. I chose Russell Wilson. Whoa! Whoa. Oh my god! I love I don't Russ, agree. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. Let's see what you say. see what you're gonna say about that. What are you gonna say? They're a very, very run-heavy offense. They're gonna be running the ball a lot. And with Baldwin, with Baldwin retiring, Lockett's the only reliable uh, wide receiver there. Uh, I don't really have trust in DK Metcalf or uh, or David Moore. They uh, David Moore has been looking pretty shitty in the in the preseason so far. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Russell Wilson is my plus. That is a that is a bold I'm very pick. surprised. Yeah. I was honestly going to consider drafting in a Russell world of bull takes. That's up there, man. But he's you can get yeah, him late. I don't know. I know you're a Seahawks hater, but I don't see him having like a. Complete bust year. Last year, he had 35 TDs. Yeah. And Baldwin yeah, but he, also, he had, like, somewhat better weapons. Or, yeah, Baldwin was hurt. Yeah, Baldwin was Baldwin was, like, in and out. And, um, I mean, I wouldn't completely say they're a run-heavy team. I know. Dude, they run the ball so Dude, much. Dude, Wilson gets his carries. That's what I'm saying. He's a mobile quarterback. He'll get his carries, uh, too. <laughs> get his TDs. Like. I'm sticking to it. Russell Wilson. Wow. Damn. I mean, like, his ADP is you, you, so You guys so will high. see at the end of the season. Yeah, his, I mean, maybe we will, but most likely we won't. At his draft <laughs> position, where, where you can get him, it warrants that pick. I suppose so, yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. good yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. But I, I think he'll, wherever he's going right now, I would say he's, like, within, like, the 10 to 12 right now, like, for quarterbacks. So yeah, I Matthew feel like, Barry has I think 13th. Yeah, I'll fin- I think he'll finish below that. Matthew Barry doesn't know what he's talking about. Sometimes. Uh, I think I yeah. know I know way more than him. Field the uh, 8's greater well, than Matthew Barry. The fact of the matter is, our opinion is just as good as all these analysts. I mean, they're going to say some shit that doesn't happen, and we're going to say some shit that doesn't happen, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go with my bust quarterback. Um, sucks to say this because I'm actually a huge fan of this guy. It's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually love him. I was a fan of his when he was in college, but uh, last year he started seven games. He only had 1,201 passing yards and six TDs with three interceptions. Um, he had almost 700 rush yards, which is crazy with five TDs. But, you know, I don't know if he's going to be able to, you know, do well this whole year. He's got not really great uh, weapons. Willie Sneed, Seth Roberts, Marquise Brown, who's a rookie. Willie Sneed, I love that guy, you know. Yeah, Pete's a big Willie Sneed. <laughs> I'm a big Willie Sneed guy. <laughs> um, my, my concern is our team's going to be able to figure him out, and then they just going to, like, destroy his, his style of play. I think he's a very um, easy know. quarterback to figure out. He's the he best definitely needs to like up his passing if he wants to be relevant. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A... I mean, yeah, we'll see. But I have him as my best quarterback. Um. Wow, well, Lamar Jackson. Um. All right, Pete, what do you got? So my bust is Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. Uh, he just blatantly does not warrant his ADP at all this season, What's and he's his gonna ADP? regress. Isn't he like? I've seen drafts exactly. 17, yeah, sixteen dude. to seventeen. He's taken so fucking it's, early. It's got taken very early, and he just doesn't war- uh, warrant that ADP. And he's going to regress this season at least a little bit. I mean, how can you not? Um, 
With that being said, I do think he's going to be very good this year. And regardless, he's still a bust for where you pick him as a quarterback because he's definitely the best, and he's definitely going to be picked first as a like out of the quarterbacks um, position. But he doesn't war that warrant that ADP, and he's going to be my bust. Uh, yeah, Pete, I uh, I actually agree with you. A bust quarterback in Mahomes. He's obviously fucking nasty. Through fifty touchdowns last season. He's on the best offense, and who's the MVP? But I mean, he's just taken way too high. He's taken around like sixteen, seventeen. That's middle round, second round, and mock drafts. I've seen him be the first pick in the second round. Like that's just way too high in my mind. You can definitely get a solid receiver, solid back at that position. And like he threw like fifty touchdowns last year. Um. So, like, obviously, like, there's no way he's going to repeat that. I mean, regression is natural yeah. when you have such a good season like exactly. that. Exactly. But... And losing Hunt kind of hurts him a little bit, in a way, because, like, Hunt was a big part of the Chiefs. And, um, I don't know, I just see Mahomes regressing a little bit and not, not mainly just not warranting his ADP, which is why he'll be a bust. Yeah. yeah nothing nothing against his skill as a quarterback, but just where he's drafted. I agree with, like, how he's being overdrafted at his AB at his ADP, but uh, he could throw like twenty less touchdowns and be, still be the number one quarterback. That's very true. That is true. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. I mean, uh, he's shaking. Maybe not picks. twenty less, but yeah, he's like, he's, dude, picks. he threw like fifty. If he throws like thirty-five, and he still gets like, mad yards. Yeah. Yeah, and he's his interceptions are kind of questionable at points. I remember those are uh, picky through against the Chiefs in that Monday night against game. Against the Chiefs? I mean, against the fucking Rams in mm. that Monday night game. And he just, it was a bad throw. The, the yards are going to be there. He has yeah. all the weapons. He so. does have the weapons. I'm just saying, like, Mahomes is still a beast. He's going to be a beast, but he's going to regress. Yeah, he's going to regress, but... You know, I feel like you get a better player than picking Patrick Mahomes at number 17 or something like that. Yeah, facts. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. <clears throat> um, all right, let's move on to a uh, running back bust. Uh, JJ. Was your bust Patrick Mahomes, too? Yeah, yeah, I agreed with Pete. My bust was uh, Mahomes for QB. Um, JJ, who's your bust running back? All right. Uh, this is dating back to where Pete. I forget if you had him at a sleeper as a breakout, but Ooh. Marlon Mack. Ooh. Okay. Um, I think he had him as a breakout. I had him as a breakout, yeah. Yeah, breakout. Uh, I think he's going to be a bust because obviously the Andrew Luck news. Uh, Brissett, I consider, is probably one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league, but he's no Andrew Luck. Are you crazy? <laughs> what? I mean, like, Jacoby Brissett, you really consider that he can lead a team by <laughs> himself, like, I just said he was one of the better backups. Yeah, but I'm just what I'm saying like you like you think he come out of like being a backup and like you think do you think the Colts are going to be respectable at all this season? No, no. Listen, this is what I'm about to say. Uh, when they're trailing in games, Hines gets more of the workload because he's more of a pass catcher. Yeah, I, I mean I do agree with that. The, the st- yeah, the stats show that um, he only had 17 receptions last year, so uh, they're going to go to Hines more. When they're down, so I think Mac will be a bust. Wow, that'll be interesting. Um, I feel like I don't know how Brissett will do. To be honest, I know he didn't do that great two years ago, but last year he was still with the Colts and he's had another year as 
back up under his belt. He could surprise some people, or he could just suck. Yeah, Brissett was just like throwing it. Like he got traded like the last week of preseason, and then he started in week two, and now he has a better team overall as well. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That will be a very yeah, interesting. A, yeah, that is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, like big, I said, big he's question. No Andrew Luck, like obviously, but like, I, a, like by no means do I think they'll be like as good as they were like, like, like supposed to be. But yeah, I think he can like handle it. In my last podcast, I had the the Colt the Colts winning the division, and that's definitely not going to happen now with Andrew yeah. Luck. We also had Andrew Luck as the MVP. Yeah, so just two hours right there, dude. Chalk him up. <laughs> wow. Um. All right. Uh, Danny, who do you have as your uh, bust running back? My bust running back is Sony Michelle. Ooh. Um, I don't think he's a complete bust. I just think people need to lower some expectations. Um, he obviously had like a great playoff run, and he even was pretty respectable during the season last year. Um, I just think there's like too many people in the backfield there with James White, Burkhead. They just drafted Damian Harris, and then they also signed Brandon Bolden back from the Dolphins. So I don't know, like. They're so unpredictable with Bill Belichick. I just don't see him having like a crazy good year. You know, some people just think he's gonna roll in to the season like what he was doing last year in the playoffs. But yeah, uh, he also has like a bad knee or something too. I forget exactly. What it was, but, uh, that could definitely. Knock him down a little. No, the Pats offense really is unpredictable. Yeah. And uh, that's why I stay away from drafting nearly anybody on the Pats roster for obvious reasons due to that instability. But Facts. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I could kind of see Sonny Michelle being a bust. But I could see it. I could also see him being fed yeah, in the main role. Yeah. He's not the pass catcher, you know, know and you know you never know what could happen with him in the season because those knee problems could yeah, easily reoccur. That's so. very true. But they could also try. I to do implement. like that. Um, he's probably going to be like the goal line back. Yeah. But um, other than that, I don't know. Like it's tough to tell. The Pats are always just, very tough to tell. Fans. I just think people should lower their expectations. I'm not going to like jump out of my seat and draft him first. Maybe not. Probably not even second round. Oh no way! No way! He's no probably way like is. fourth or if he's there fourth or fifth round, that's a, a snag. But uh yeah. No. Well, I think he's like going in the fourth or fifth now, isn't he? Oh, he could be. Then I could be right on. But he could. I could see him being a bust. Going back to Danny's point. Especially in PPR leagues, like yeah. he doesn't catch the ball. So true. Yeah. Um. All right, Pete. Who do you have as your bus running back? My bus running back is very easy. It's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a below average running back, and he went off in two games last year, and he basically almost matched his season total in those games. One that that uh that one game, I think it was week thirteen. Oh, oh no, week fourteen. I want to say. Yeah. 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 He got 206 so yards or something massacre. like that. Is that when I beat your ass in the playoffs? I did lose oh, to the playoffs yeah. next to uh, due to a man having Derrick Henry, who is a below-average running back who relied yes. on two games to he get. He went off. He did game. go off, though. Got, like, 50 points. Yeah, exactly. He was a league winner, if you think he about it. He is a league winner, if you think about it. But it was, it was based out of despair. Like, I remember the man yeah. who I beat. He didn't like him at all. He's just like, oh my god, like Derrick Henry's still as my like RB two, RB one actually. 
because he had a uh, Damien Williams yeah, or something Damien like that. Williams. Yeah, I mean, like he just he's below average. And he's below average, and he won't repeat Wait, that is, at is, all. Is Saquon and... not RB one? Oh, Saquon's not RB one. Um, all right, so Pete, you have Derrick Henry Derrick as a bust. Yeah. I can see that definitely. Um, all right, my bust running back is going to be Le'Veon Bell from the Jets. Um, he's, wow. he's drafted like top five, top <clears throat> around that fifth spot uh, in drafts overall, and last year he missed all season. So like, like yeah, he was a beast when he was on the Steelers. But I think that him missing a season, he's not just going to jump right in and just pick up where he left off. Like, it's going to take a little bit. He's got to get up to game speed, and he's on the fucking Jets. So, like, yeah, he's going to get fed the ball. But that means there's going to be more more attention to him. Defense is going to be uh, paying a lot of attention to him. So, like, it's just going to get thrown. He's going to be thrown right back into, like, a game football season, and he's... As much as he says he's ready, he's missed a, a whole season. So, like, that kind of just fucks with them in and of itself. Um, they have a tough schedule for running backs this year, the Jets. Um, and players who have taken the previous year off do not have a great success rate coming back the following year. And if you're taking him sixth, fifth overall, you're taking him as, like, your, your best player in your team, like your RB1. And... I just don't think that he lives up to that uh, RB1, like, six overall. That pick. definitely is an interesting pick. I yeah. mean, personally, I think he's going to go back to posting elite numbers. Um, I do agree with you in that he has a tough schedule for running backs, but I definitely don't think he's going to have a bust season. He's going to come back and be hungry to put up points and put up those elite numbers again, and I think he'll do just that. Yeah, I agree with Pete. Wow. Uh, he might start off a little rusty, but then, oh, he definitely will. I think, I think he'll start to like bust out. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's gonna be picked in the first round, and I draft. Hundred percent. Um, I guess it just depends on you know. I'm out, he's definitely motivated. He wants to. Yeah, that's true. One of the things he'll have going for him. Yeah. One of the things he'll have going for him. He's he's on a completely different team with uh, Sam Darnold different offense everything's different so i don't know we'll see yeah i'd be very if i if uh, if i drafted Le'Veon bell i mean i'd be very wary just question marks and like some potential ptsd of people who drafted him last year and he can fucking yeah. find them like, I I'm fucking... bell um all right quick question uh who's gonna be more of a bust todd Gurley or Le'Veon bell that's a hot take. Ooh, I'm going. Not yet, Dan. That's a hard one. It I, is a I, tough I'm, question. I'm gonna go girly. Yeah, from my gut, I'm going girly. Girly, I would say Bell. I gotta say Bell is my bust. Um, the, only, would... the only reason I say girly is because, uh, like, obviously he's bad. Like, not battling an injury, but the injury is there, and. Bell was as healthy as ever, so... True, but, like, <clears throat> you never know. He could get... He could tear his ACL 10 minutes in. As much as that would suck, as much as I don't want that to happen, that could very well happen. Who, Bell? Yeah, dude. Like, look yeah, what happened but, to... Yeah, but that could happen like, to any player. You I know, can't just but, like, yeah. look, what happened, look what happened to Dev... Look what, ugh, look what happened to Dez last season after missing a big chunk of the Dez season. Dez has always been a bomb. He tore his ACL right away. You can't, yeah, but, yeah, like, but the likelihood that he gets hurt is way higher than Bell. 
Okay, so like to answer that question, I mean, I I like both Bell and Gurley, so I don't think either of them are really gonna have a bust season. I think Gurley is gonna like prove his critics wrong. Um, I think he's gonna have a great season as like once again, and I think he might like. I would draft Bell ahead of Gurley, but it wouldn't surprise me if Gurley had a better season than Bell. But I don't consider either of them being bust candidates at all, honestly. So that's where I stand on that situation. I agree with that, but if I had to choose between the two, I would say Gurley. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> um, let's move on to uh, wide receiver busts. And uh, JJ, let's see what you got. Um, I chose Antonio Brown. Ooh. Uh, I don't really have much to say on him except for that he's on a new team that's way shittier than the Steelers. Way the shittier. The Raiders are a losing fast, franchise. The Raiders They're a losing suck. franchise. Yeah. And the, the QB situation is way shittier as well. So for Your that car reason, is terrible. Alone, like I'm going brown. And the whole uh, interesting the whole helmet thing, like he's unstable and he could just not play after like a game. Like he'd be like, fuck this and just leave. You never right. know. You never. You, I suppose, but I, I don't. That's that a question happened. mark, dude. If he, that could he happen. He got an endorsement the other day for like complaining about his helmet. Really? Yeah, like I, I think like a uh, a helmet company or something like endorsed him to like wear that helmet or some shit. Wow. Like that, something along those that, lines. That's fucking nuts. Wow. Um. All right, Danny. Who's your bus wide? Um. My bust wide receiver is Robert Woods on the Rams. Ooh, wow. Interesting pick. I wanna, I I wanna, hear oh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll still have, like, a solid year. I just don't think he's going to live up to his potential as, like, a number, what, 12, 15 wide receiver, yeah. where, like, most people are picking him. Um, he did have a good year. Last year is his best year. Um, But, like, the Rams just have so many weapons and, like, yeah, they did last year too, but I think I don't know. It's always a toss-up. There's also regression Cook. coming for the Rams. You have to think. Yeah, definitely regression. I mean, Cooks and Woods is always like a toss-up. Like it seems like one will have a good week and the other won't. Um, and also Cooper Cup, who I feel like that's like Goff's go-to. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just um. I see him kind of being a bust. Yeah. Um, Not bad. I, I was going to put like an honorable mention for this, and I was going to say one of the Rams wide receivers. Like, like they're all going at about the same ADP right now. They're all like very close together. Yeah. So I think like at least one of them is just going to do shitty as fuck. See, like that's a prime situation of too many mouths to feed. Like they're all very good wide receivers, and they have to deal with getting targets and getting the ball and getting those yards. That offense uh, of the Rams is a really interesting offense to watch. So, I kind of agree with JJ. I feel like one of them is gonna have a bad season, but most likely, I think it's gonna be Robert Woods. So, I think Danny's got a book, uh, a good pick there. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, P, who's your bust wide? So my bust is Josh Gordon. Ooh. And the reason because of that is, you know, you got to worry about his addiction uh, addiction issues, which is unfortunate, but you never know what could happen. And you never know how he could get um, dismissed by the NFL again. And so that's something you got to watch out for. His dependability just isn't there. And I feel like a lot of casual NFL fans overrate Josh Gordon. You know, they still think of him as that elite wide receiver one that can just, just go out there, catch touchdowns every single week, week in, week out. But... 
the last time he posted good numbers, 2013. That's six years ago. So I don't think he has any chance of replicating that in the slightest. And the Pats wide receiver depth is very, very good. We've got a lot of um, up-and-coming wide receivers, established receivers, and receivers just want to get involved with the offense. A lot of, a lot of questions. Because Josh Brady, uh, uh, Tom Brady, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady said himself that he likes throwing a Phil set and obviously it's Edelman. Just, obviously Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Demarius Thomas. You know, it just it's their depth is kind of ridiculous. So I gotta go with Josh Gordon. Mm. But if there's <laughs> if there's one spot where Josh Gordon can emulate his past success, it would be in New England with the goat tossing him the ball and Brady. Likes him last year. He kind of force-fed him a lot early on. And that ultimately ended up not being so great. Um, just overworking him and stuff. But And then obviously he left. But if this season, if he comes back, he could... I don't know. He could be nice. I kind of have to disagree with the bus spot. Just if he come, if he stays here all season and yeah. Brady, Brady proves to like him, I feel like Josh Gordon could be a potential league winner kind of taken in the right spot. I'm kind of I'm kind of up in the air about the bust with Josh Gordon. I mean, it depends where people rank him as a wide receiver. Like, obviously, you don't want to draft him too early because that's that'll probably be a mistake. Um, but if he's there late, like I'll I would definitely take a chance on him because like he has the potential. Round. Six or seventh round for sure. I was gonna say even like eight. Yeah, he could fall. Yeah, he could definitely fall. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Pete on this one. Uh, he's never played a full season because of those off-the-field issues. He's a big question mark. But if you can like get him as like a bench spot, like that's... Or is your receiver right three? There. You're in a good spot. I, I mean, I'd want him on my bench, honestly. I don't think I would... Yeah, want... I would draft him as a bench spot. I wouldn't yeah. want him in, in, in my receiver three or flex. There's a lot of better wide receiving options than True. Josh Gordon in my opinion. Kind of touch There's also, um, He has a high ceiling, a of, I guess is his strength, but he also has a very, very low floor, so. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a lot of hype around him. Like, I don't know how well he does with, like, all the media and stuff, yeah. like, all that attention, but, like, as soon as he got reinstated, like, seemed to be, like, the talk of the NFL, and, like, I understand why, but who knows what actually, what battles he goes through on a daily basis with not even just the off-field issues, but the media following him around and stuff. Like, there's a lot of pressure on that guy, so. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Um, kind of touching on what we said before, New England is very, like, unpredictable fantasy-wise. So, like, as much as you think Josh Gordon's going to have a breakout season, catch a 1,000-plus yards, he could also, like, not do as well as we kind of expect. Just a common theme with the Pats, it seems, fantasy-wise. Um, I mean, Josh Gordon, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. And we can definitely, the, as Patriots fans, we have the luxury of seeing him play every week. So yeah, he, he's just an enigma, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, Even as a, a fan of, you know, the player he is, I hope he does well. But Yeah, um, you're kind of rooting for the guy, honestly. but Yeah, for sure. That would be definitely something interesting to see. Um, all right, my bus tight end, uh, my bus wide receiver. Um, this this kind of is like a contrarian pick in my eyes, but I'm gonna say Tyler Boyd <clears throat> on the Bengals. Um, no AJ Green again. He's hurt. 
Um, last season he was the number one, and he kind of he produced. Not gonna lie, he was a solid wide receiver one last season. Um, but like the Bengals fucking suck ass, and he has a bad quarterback in Dalton, and just a bad team in general. And um, I don't know. I feel like Tyler Boyd kind of just. I don't think he can live up to it again, being the guy in uh, in Cincinnati, waiting while Green comes back. And he's taken kind of high as well. He's probably taken like a top 20, 25 receiver in drafts. And yeah. I feel like he, over over the course of the season, will not warrant that high pick. I'd much rather get somebody else. Um, so, yeah, Tyler, Tyler Boyd's going to be my bus wide. Yeah. It's not a bad pick. I disagree with that 100%. The only thing I would oppose on that is the Bengals, like you said, they absolutely suck. Um, they might be losing a lot of games and have to throw. Yeah, it's true. So it's just going to be a lot of volume. For yeah, them. that's a good point brought up by Danny and the fact that he just had, you know, he had good numbers last year. Yeah. And uh, even when A.J. Green was healthy, he still had good numbers. So I still think he's going to replicate that and I just disagree with that pick. Ty Board's going to be a stud. I especially would, yeah, with AJ, I especially with AJ Green being out, he's just gonna be like he's gonna be their number one, right? Green's out for like a month or so. Exactly, still, but that's still four games that you get as Tyler Boyd being yeah. Cincinnati's number but one. I would wide not receiver. Wa- I would not want him to be my wide receiver one on my fantasy team. I mean, yes, no way. but there's no way no, I feel like you would get that but as your wide receiver one. He's a good wide receiver one. True. Yeah. Uh, they they drafted him to a, I mean they signed him to a long term contract to be the number one after AJ Green leaves. Yeah, because his true. time in Cincinnati is like he coming get, to an dude, end. Hot take: They should trade Green to the Pats. I would love that. I, I'm a that, big AJ yeah. Green. I'm a big fan of AJ Green. Nice, nasty. That would be AJ Green. Obviously, has had his injury issues as well. So. Yeah, I mean he's a question mark too. Um, yeah. And I will say really quickly, I fucking hate Andy Dalton. I don't know what is up with that guy, but he just sucks so bad, and yeah, I can't yeah. stand him. I get no, I feel that hundred percent. Like, That's... Uh, like me and JJ said on the the previous episode, um, we kind of said that the Bengals should just like tank for a quarterback. Yeah, Andy Dalton is just you're not winning a Games. Super Bowl with. No, Andy Dalton way, at yeah, all. No and it, like, is it, his time in Cincinnati is also coming yes. to an end soon. They should try to get two of this season, and if not, get Trevor Lawrence next year. And or Trevor, perhaps Sam Ellinger. Sam could also Ellinger. I don't, even, I don't even think. I don't think Lawrence is eligible for like two more seasons. It's two more. Yes. Not, wow. Not, not this. Yeah, not the next draft, but the next one. Yeah. Not. No. The wow. one. The one after that. No. Oh, wait. How? He has to play three college seasons. He has to be three now. Yeah, or wow, be, fuck. or you have, you have to be a certain age too. I think it's like twenty three or something. But wow. he's young as fuck. That's fucking nuts. But I feel like he could definitely just translate over, staying in the orange jersey and just slinging it for the Bengals. But that would be a great offense. I'd love that to would see be, some, dude. I'd love to see a new quarterback in Cincinnati. They also need a new coach. Yeah, yeah. it's about time. Yeah, they do. That coach is underperformed a lot. Another quarterback that just pisses me off is Matt Stafford. Like I don't know why he can't yeah. put it together. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, he's like, had some good seasons, but the Lions just fucking blow. The Lions yeah, are another know. just perennial loser franchise. And, you know, it's just like nothing ever goes right for them. And Facts. like Calvin Johnson retired in his prime because they fucking suck. <laughs> Barry yeah. Sanders retired with them because they yeah. fucking suck. True. It's just like the Lions are just so irrelevant. Yeah. You know? 
They yeah, remind me of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've been around Fuck forever, but Leafs. never win because they suck. So, <laughs> um, yeah. all right, let's uh, let's move on to the final category of the night. Uh, let's go uh, bust tight ends. And uh, George, um, yeah, I'm interested to see who you got for this. Uh, I have Eric Ebron. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he is very, 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 very touchdown dependent. Wow. Yes. Yes. He has 13 touchdowns last season. That's regressing so much. So, 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 so much. <laughs> and uh, Doyle is coming back. He was yep. injured for most of the season last yep. year. Doyle, like uh, like Pete said, already has some chemistry with Brissett. Ebron does not. None. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Ebron. I love that pick, JJ. Same. Uh, Danny, who do you have at uh, your tight end bust? Um, I actually have Ebron too, pretty much what I just said. Um, but I actually do have another run. But quickly on Ebron, um, I feel like Doyle is the go-to guy for Brissett now. I mean, even bef- before Luck retired, exactly. I, Ebron wasn't going to repeat what happened last year. That's just insane numbers. Um, and it's not like he had been doing that for years. Like he hadn't had like more than like five touchdowns yeah. in his career. Yeah. Um. But uh, other quick uh, bus tight end I have um, is Delaney Walker. Ooh, ooh, interesting. I yeah. could, it, it's a toss-up. I could see him having a decent year, but he's older now. I think he could very well get injured. Um, and I don't know. The Titans are just kind of like a flimsy team. Like They've been like around that like 500-type team for the past few years. I don't know. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, um, I don't know if I so much agree with the Delaney Walker one because, again, they don't have, like, that many weapons there, like, aside from Corey Davis, who's, like, kind of crappy. So I think, I think Walker will get, like, a decent amount of targets, and it's all about the volume, as we said, so. Facts. Um, Pete, who do you say is your, uh, bust tight end? So, my bust tight end is... Uh, Eric Ebron. <laughs> I go with Eric Ebron, and I agree with both Danny and JJ. And I don't have anything really much to add because they covered him pretty well, and they brought up the whole fact that Jack Doyle already has a, uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, already has chemistry with Jacoby Brissett, and JJ brought up the fact that he is touchdown dependent, and he's not going to repeat that at all. And that's it. Like I think. Ebron is going to be behind him on the depth chart. He's not going to get those looks. And he's just going to be a bust after the year they had last year. Yep. Um, all right. My bust tight end. Um, also going to go with Eric Ebron. Uh, oh, my God. Ebron across the board. Podcast pick. Ebron is a bust. Mark it up. Everyone says that. That's mm. crazy. I mean, that's. Wow. He's, I mean, we're also not wrong. He's going to be a bust. I mean, who knows? Yeah, he could also prove us wrong. He won't. He won't. He, he could nah, hear this, pod, he could no hear this podcast. 31 receptions. He could hear this podcast and be like, fuck these guys. I'm going off this season. No. He can suck a dick. Um, all right. So that concludes our uh, second episode of the Happy Hour Sports Talk. Uh, it's episode two. Fantasy football preview. Um, hopes hope some of these picks can help uh, with some decisions in your drafts. Season's a week away. 
a lot of drafts to be done this week, and we hope that this uh, listen to this kind of helped out, change your opinion, just helped you out with your drafts. Um, so uh, once again, my name's Justin Keen. My uh, Instagram is at Justin Keen. My Twitter is uh, at Justin Keen Six. And I had uh, Justin Jordan on here, Danny Sedoni, Peter Stacy. Uh, all right, you can find me at uh, at Justin underscore Jordan Seven on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up and tell me how good my picks were. Yes, sir. Uh, Danny. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's at Young Daniel. Twitter, I'm not very active, but it's at Danny S two two four six. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks, Justin, for uh, having me, and um, good luck to everyone. Yeah, Pete Stacy. You can find me on Twitter at Pete Stacy eighty seven and on Instagram as Pete Stacy fourteen. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully, my picks could uh, put some thoughts in your head. Uh, definitely, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week on uh, Happy Hour Sports Talk, and I'll definitely have you guys on next next week potentially and into the future. Um, just a couple things coming up. Uh, next week we're gonna do a uh, Bears Packers opening night kind of breakdown quick little episode and then we'll also do a uh, episode on week one getting ready for the season season's finally a week away i'm fucking pumped let's go football's back boys um i know we're all excited so uh thank you so much for listening let's go let's get it let's go all right um couple couple big drafts this weekend so make or break fantasy season right here um once again thank you so much for listening um this has been happy hour sports talk peace